Hello, fellow plate spinners. I'm really glad you're here for your weekly dose of authenticity and joy. I'm Selena Johnson and your guide through this chaos of busy lives. In each episode, we unpack real tools to conquer overwhelm and dodge burnout. It's all about creating space for what truly matters. Whether it be through solo reflections or inspiring guests, this is your sanctuary for a more centered, productive you with a healthy serving of that joy we talked about. Get ready to hit pause on life while we dive in to some real chats. Hope you enjoy. Hey friends. Hello. I wish that I knew the name of this tea. I'll have to figure it out, but I'm drinking some tea right now that my sister gave to me for Christmas. It's so good. It has like spearmint in it and a whole bunch of other things. And if I figure out what it is, I'll put it in the show notes, but I don't, I don't know if I will. Anyways, Megan, if you're listening to this, I need more of this tea. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, guys, let's get into it. So today we're going to talk about, uh, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about how, how I can help is the name of this. So how can I help? That's the name of this. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I'll tell you though, that I very much know what I'm doing when I'm, what I'm going to talk about, because it's something that I heard recently and very often when I'm driving or listening to something, I will like jot down the thought that I know God's given me in the moment. And this is one of those ones where it was talking about, uh, serving people and very specifically running a business, right? So as you're running a business or, or working at a business or whatever the case may be, if you're, if you're doing it simply for the, the profit in it, or if you're doing, if like your motivation is to have a business, like that's not going to be the thing that sustains you or brings you fulfillment or joy in the process. Now, a lot of you listening don't run a business or don't have a business or don't have a desire to have a business. And this episode is not going to be for business owners, but what it did is it got me thinking about us in life and how, if our motivation is not coming from a place of a servant heart, servant, um, frame of mind that it, it will never fully, uh, satisfy us. We'll never be fully content in that. We, we need to have that servant's heart because we are called to be like Christ. And he was the ultimate example of a servant's heart. And I'm thinking if we're, if we're, if our aim is to be like Christ and our motivation does not come from a place of service, we're misaligned. We're not where we want to be. And I know for me personally, I, I believe in being vulnerable on here and sharing with you guys. Like I, I find when I am in my greatest places of um, discontentment or frustration is typically when I'm not really thinking of how I can serve others, but of how I'm not being served in whatever the situation is. And so it got me really thinking about this whole idea of servant leadership, servant heart. And I thought, well, I'm just going to come on here and we're going to talk it out and talk it through. So, uh, I have formulated thoughts about it, but I'm going to, this may be an episode where I, I wander off in a moment, but you guys can all hang with me in that. I, I know that. So the, um, the first thing let's, I want to talk about is like, what is a servant's heart? Like what is a servant heart? So I want you to think about in this moment, what it means to you. I'm not going to like pause for a long period while you think, but I want you to be, as we're chewing on this today, I want you to be thinking 
Like, what is it that I think is a servant's heart? And I have listed some things. I've thought of some things that I, I believe to be, uh, who we are called to be in Christ. And one is humility. Uh, I, I think it's interesting. That's at the top of my list because it's probably the thing I've had to work on a lot. So just all transparency. (laughs) So, you know, a servant's heart is it's marked by humility. It's the ability to put others needs before your own and often without seeking recognition or praise. That's been, that's been a whole process for me. You know, there was an opportunity this last year. I won't get into details of it. Um, but it was, it was, you know, like, you know, sometimes God just like holds a mirror up to you and you have like no choice, but to really, if you're honest with yourself, look at how you're responding to something. And it was so evident to me that I had work to do in this area and particular, particularly in the area of praise or recognition. Uh, that's an easy fix for a lot of us, right? The minute we get words of affirmation, praise, recognition, like all of a sudden we feel our value. And I don't want to say that that's not important because I believe full well, like that is what we are called to do is love on each other and encourage each other and to show praise and recognition. But, but I know that when I was working through this scenario, I was, that was the thing that was bothering me. And I thought, Ooh, it's still there. That human nature is still there. And so, you know, humility for a lot of us is, does not come easy. It's the, the thing that we, uh, very often have to work through. And, and if you are somebody who has been born into humility and that's a gift that God has given you, please know that that is a gift that God has given you. And it's a very sweet one. And I'm, I'm, uh, I have a godly jealousy for those who, who come with that naturally, because it is something that I've had to work through. The other is selflessness. So willingness to prioritize the well-being of others over a personal gain. And, uh, I think that's important too. like when you're going, you know, so often we, we think of like, I talk to women a lot about like movement, right. And how we don't make time to move our bodies and take care of ourselves and do the things that we need to do. And, and often I will remind them that it is a, a selflessness to do that because the, the thing is, is we're thinking, oh, we're going to mess up our family schedules or not be there to do X with the kids or whatnot by taking care of our bodies. But truly it's actually prioritizing their well being because you know that you want to be the very best you can for the people that you love. And that is a form of service to your family is to take care of yourself and to be a, a complete vessel uh, in order to show up the best that you can. So, but there's a lot of other forms, of course, of selflessness. And I would think that anyone who thinks a servant's heart probably thinks of those who are selfless. Compassion is another one. Um, compassion and empathetic. My Coley, this is when I think of, uh, compassion and empathy. I think of my Cole, he like feels others needs deep. Like he will, he takes it on sometimes almost more than uh, we've talked about that a lot. Like him and I, like you, you can't be responsible for other people's feelings, but I do love that God has really given him a servant's heart in that area and that he, he truly genuinely cares about struggles and joys of those around them. And, and he's an example for me every single day of what it looks like to 
have genuine compassion for others. And I love that. Generosity is another form of servant, uh, servant's heart. You know, there are, you know, people within my church body or people that I come into contact with in the world that just when I'm with them, I'm like, man, I want to be generous like that. I want to love people well through what I'm able to give them, whether it be time, attention, kindness, maybe even monetarily. And I love that. Uh, I also, uh, a readiness to serve. I think, you know, it's funny. Um, my, my Cole, his report card said that, um, one of the lines was that he always shows up with a heart that's ready to learn. And I think, I think of this also with service, right? Like a heart ready to serve, right? Are we always coming at it from a place of like, not what's in it for me, but how can I be of help to others? So being proactive and identifying and meeting the needs of others is a really key characteristic with a servant's heart. It's also like um, a readiness to step in and be involved when you're needed, I think is, um, you know, we've all been around those people and we're so grateful for them, right? Gratitude. This is one that's really uh, it made the list because I think it's at the core of often what we're able to serve. So a grateful heart really appreciates the opportunities to serve uh, and to be of value in that way. You know, really not taking it for granted. I think often even just like our physical body, right? Like the fact that I can I can pick something up for somebody or I can, you know, like I can drive and, and serve somebody in that way. I just think it's so powerful to know that we can spend some time in gratitude in order to prepare our hearts to, to be of service. Uh, patience. Hmm. Anyone, anyone feel me? Yeah. This is the one, right guys? (laughs) (laughs) A lot of us is that, you know, Serving others often requires patience because the fact is, is you're putting yourself in a position to wait on them and they might be in a position where their needs are not necessarily convenient for you. That's a hard one for me. I'm task oriented. I want to get things done. I'm, I'm a woman on a mission. (laughs) Like I've got, you know, I, I pack a lot into my days and I have to remind myself like, oh, this is about serving him and not not about like how much I can fit in in a day. So like, you know, being inconvenienced to me is goes hand in hand with patience, right? Cause that's where I usually lose my patience, uh, integrity that if you're going to be of service to others, building that, uh, trust, giving them reason to put their confidence in you, you know, our, our former pastor, my, my pastor growing up and, oh, we all miss him so much. Pastor Roland, he says, put your faith in people every time they'll let you down. Put your faith in God. He'll never let you down. So I don't want this to be confused with being that beacon that's, that's, you know, always nailing it, but also being consistent with people builds trust and is shining as an example for Christ being consistent in our lives. And I think also that a, a servant's heart operates with honesty transparency, commitment to doing what's right. I think those are really key things. So when I say integrity, I really mean, um, setting that example is Jesus. I mean, really, if we go through all these, you guys, it's, it's Jesus, right? Open-mindedness. I think that servant hearts and servants are open to different perspectives. 
you know, I really uh, went through a huge transformation in the last few years. I used to be a little bit of a bossy pants. Um, anyone listening to this who knows me knows. And I used to also be very uh, mm, know-it-all. That's a good word for it. Yeah. And I thought that's where my value was. I thought that's how I helped people. And I thought that's what they, I felt like that's what was needed. Right. But God has really spoken to me that it, it, to enter rooms, not thinking I've got it figured out, but to think, what can I learn here and who can I learn it from has been really, really big for me. And that's what I think of as open-mindedness. It's not necessarily being open to all things and going, you know, going with the flow and all that, but it's like listening long enough to um, hear other people's perspectives and being willing to learn from others, I think is really, really important. And then the last thing that I have, which I think is very key as a servant's heart is joy in serving, which I think we can all agree that when you're finding joy in the act of serving, that it's a very, it's a crucial characteristic. It's not seen as a burden, but as a source of fulfillment and purpose. And it's something that's, that kind of drives you to go more, you know, it's, it's interesting. I um, was talking this morning with somebody at church and I thought, Oh, I know I'm in a good place with ministry when I'm energized by it and I'm finding joy in it. And it's exciting to me. That's not to say that um, you have to feel that anytime you're ever in ministry or serving, but it is to say that when you do feel that you really, 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 really relish it. <laughs> like you really take it in and enjoy it so much. So um, you know, I think that the, the, you know, the emphasis is really that the impact of serving others, uh, is not just about building your community and building people around you. It's also about your own personal growth. Um, Matthew 20, 28, he says, the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. And that's our ultimate example, right? We are called to show up as Jesus showed up. And if you read any of the gospels, you follow him walking this earth the entire time, even in, in acts of discipline or um, acts of firmness, it was always with the intention of serving us, serving his people and letting them see who God really is. And I think that when I am in in contact with other people, not that I nail it every day because also, uh, we are all sinners, but I also know that if I, if I hit any of these that I just said, that I'm feeling like I'm being used by the Lord in a healthy way. So, you know, let's talk now like about the power of help. So one of the hardest things for me to do, and I know I'm getting better at it, I will say, uh, but I, I wonder for you too, is asking for help. So I want us to put on that lens for, as we are talking about being a servant, are there people in our lives that could use our service and are maybe not asking for it? So being open to that the, I guess, observance of those around us. And honestly, guys, like stopping long enough to ask people, like, how can I serve you? Even if it's praying for them. And I don't even mean to say, make that sound diminished. I mean, like 
simply praying for them is so often an act of service that we can do. I'm not talking about going and getting their groceries and which is a beautiful thing. And yes, absolutely. But there's so much we can do as like moral support, like helping that person emotionally and spiritually in their walk is the same, you know, all of its service. Right. So, you know, I think that I can talk about like examples of, you know, I think we all have those examples of people who have been of service to you and then changed your life. And one that, um, comes to mind for me are, uh, are my grandparents, both sets. Uh, and particularly as I'm thinking this through at the moment is, um, both sets were, so I, I'm a child of divorce. My parents were divorced when I was, uh, I think separated when I was three and divorced when I was four. And, uh, my, you know, we, they, everyone had to figure out how Sal and Josh got around and, you know, where they would be staying. And I mean, we stayed with our mom, but I'm just saying like, um, after school, before school, you know, oh, you know, if you're a parent, you know, like, what's the plan here? What are we doing? And how are we logistically getting these kids from point A to point B? And, uh, both of my sets of grandparents, um, yeah, it kind of gets me really emotional now as an adult. They, um, they were my world. They, so, you know, my mom will say the same thing that she, you know, she doesn't know what we would have done without any of them. So both sets took us and cared for us. And, um, my one, my dad's parents, grandma and grandpa white. And, um, I'm kind of, I'm happy to get to talk about them because I miss them so, so much. Um, but they would, take us before school and after school. So my mom would drive us to their house early in the morning, very often still in our jams. And, um, my grand, they had a daycare, so we were with other children. Uh, but they would take us over there and then grandpa would walk us all to school just down the street to Madison elementary and, uh, about a block and a half away from their house. And, you know, so I think about it now as an adult, which means they would have gotten a variance. Like everyone would have gone through the work to make sure that we had that support system. And, and, and I remember every single day walking out of grade school, walking out of school and grandpa white standing on the corner, waiting for me to cross the street with the crossing guard. Like I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember what he was wearing. I remember walking with them. And, um, you know, what an act of service to us that it just, there was no question. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I could ask my mom, but I don't think there was, I don't think that there were any other options discussed. Like this is what we're doing and the love and, um, just gratitude that I have for, for that in my life is really, that's the power of transformation. The power of service is, you know, helping others changes who people become. And, um, and then my mom's parents, because my mom worked retail and she, uh, very often worked on Saturdays, uh, we would go be with my other grandparents every Saturday. And, um, the, yeah, some of my favorite memories are those Saturdays. And, um, and those of you who know me personally know that like I, uh, get the honor of, um, continuing to 
have both my grandparents here with us, which is incredible. And, uh, you know, just this morning, actually in church, we were worshiping and grandma put her arm around me. And then at the end, she just said, you know, you've, you've been a blessing in my life in so many ways. And I thought, and I said it to her too. I thought I, I've been, (laughs) I've been a blessing to you. Are you kidding me? You've been a blessing to me. And I just think, I know that, you know, I know as an adult now, I don't think again, that they had any, there was no other, there was nothing There was like no question, I guess, is what I'm saying. I mean, I'm sure there were other options, but there was no question. This is what we're doing. And, and now as an adult to know that, you know, every Saturday to spend that time, um, yeah, it's incredible to me. It's incredible to me. And so I just, that to me is service is showing those around you love and care those are very, those were very big sacrifices, very big things that were done for us to change who I am today. But I also know that you have opportunity every single day to, you know, grab somebody's shopping cart from them so they don't have to go put it to the return register or, you know, you name it. So I just want us to remember that the power that that service has for others and that the ripple effect that kindness and assistance has Um, you know, anyone who's been in a line and, um, had somebody pay for the item in front of them or behind them, excuse me. And then you get up in line and you realize somebody's paid for you. Uh, I don't know about you, but my tendency is to continue it down the line and to pay for the person behind me. And, and that's such a beautiful picture of like paying it forward and remembering that if you have been blessed to, to turn that around and bless others in return. And often you're the one starting it and that, you know, you may not know down the line who, who's been changed because you showed service to other people. Galatians 5, 13, I think Galatians 5 is like one of my favorite chapters in all of scripture. So go read it right now. Um, but it is serve one another humbly in love. And, um, there's that humility piece again, right? Like not looking for recognition, not looking for praise, not looking for anything in return, but with humility, knowing that God first loved us, showing others that love is, um, you know, I think it's what we're here to do. I think it's our job on planet earth. Um, okay. Getting, I'm getting composure. I'm back. I'm back everyone. So, you know, what are some practical ways for cultivating this? Because I think that, you know, uh, we hear sermons on servant's heart and we, there's so many books on it and there's so many things that we can dive into on servant's heart. But I, if you're like me, you want to have like some like tangible things that you can walk, walk away with, right. Things that you can do. So number one is I would recommend starting a journal of sorts. Like I have a journal next to my bed that I don't do like big giant journal entries all the time, but I do every single night capture my moments of gratitude. So I do three gratitude and I do two wins. And I'm thinking even, even as I've thought this through to share with you guys, I thought, Oh, how cool would it be if I maybe didn't do two wins? Cause those often fall under gratitude. I'm so grateful for those wins in my life. But like, what if I did, you know, moments of service that I've have, I shown others love and and given to them in any way throughout the day. So that's like one of the things I'm going to do. And I'm, I'm encouraging you to do the same thing. The other thing is in order to 
write down moments and acts of service, you have to do them. So I'm That's like my, my very tactical tip for you is like, go find and look for moments of kindness and you can do it. So many ways that you can do this. It could be getting the coffee ready in the coffee pot for the next morning for your spouse. It could be, I know like one thing I do is when I'm traveling for work, I lay out all the boys clothes in a, in a row for the days that I'm going to be gone so that Chad doesn't have to kind of run around and look for pants, you know, like where are the socks at? Like he's not having to do that on those mornings where I'm out of town. And so like, that's something that I do. And, um, and honestly, up until just this exact moment, I didn't really think of it as an act of service, but you're right. It is. I know that you're agreeing with me. Uh, and then, you know, what are like, what, just, what are those things in daily life that you, you can do? And I also would say too, if you're feeling, uh, you know, another tip is like, if you're feeling it kind of overwhelmed or you're in a place of chaos or whatnot, stopping and thinking how you can pause. So you go through our pause process, which is like pause and pray agency. What do you have agency for over what understand what needs to happen next, set your expectations and then come at it with a new energy, doing something for somebody in that moment with new energy will flip the script for you. Like if you're coming out of a place of like, everything's coming at you, you're feeling stressed out and you come out asking how you can serve somebody or doing an act of service for somebody. I am telling you, you guys, your self-esteem, it will, it will change the game. You'll be reminded of, of how often you're served in your life. And I just encourage you to do that. Um, so the last scripture I want to share is Philippians two, three through four. Do not do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, here's this word again, in humility, value others above yourselves. And, you know, I think what we're saying is there's room for, for us to love people. Well, there's room for us to love people well, and it should not be out of anything we're looking for in return, but of purely knowing that God has first loved us. I think that's really um, where all of this act, all this servant's heart comes from, right? And um, I think it's a powerful thing to remember that he has given us the ultimate act of service. He has sent his son to die for us. And there's nothing that we can ever do to repay him. But gosh, you guys, what a beautiful world this could be if we took that and turned it around and loved others well with that same heart. And, um, yeah, that's what I want to see us do. So I hope that you guys, uh, heard all of this. I hope you can take away a nugget. And uh, again, as always, you guys, if anything spoke to you here, if you want to share, please do. So I love being tagged on social media at mrs.selena.johnson. And, uh, yeah. And I love hearing from you guys, how these episodes serve you and how you, um, are taking it out into the world. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for listening. I'm just so grateful that you would take the time to be here with me today. I hope that if there's anything that inspired you or got you excited that you would share it to social media or send me a message with any input or feedback that you have and just really appreciate the support and the encouragement that I get from you guys all the time. I will keep showing up and I hope you keep listening.